Good morning, everybody. Today's July the 15th, 2022. I like to identify the date because these podcasts will stay on the phone, I guess, as long as there is a phone. And I would like you to know when I do this. Today we are going to study chapter 9 in the book of John. It's a great story, and we have a lot of good lessons. Every time we study the Bible, we have a good lesson. We learn what to do and what not to do. We learn what's always been done and what always will be. And in chapter 8, the Pharisees and the Jews took up stones to stone Jesus, and he hid himself. And then he went out of the temple, going right through the midst of them, and they didn't recognize him. Isn't that amazing that he could do that? And then he passed by the people outside the temple, and he saw a man that had been blind from his birth. And the disciples that were with him asked a ridiculous question, but one that we all probably have asked at one point in time. They said, Master, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Isn't it funny we think somebody's done wrong when when they have a tragedy or they have a handicapped child? What did you do wrong? I love Jesus' answer. He said, neither has this man sinned nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. You know, I truly believe that when there is a seeming tragedy in our lives, it's there for one purpose. And it is that God can manifest himself to us in a real special way. I've had a lot of heartache in my life, a lot of sadness and a lot of sorrow. And as I look back, God has always seen me through it and done something good in my life. Of course, the greatest tragedy was losing my husband 10 years ago. Tomorrow's my anniversary. It would be 67 years ago I got married. I think of it as just yesterday. And even though I miss him, as I've told you before, I thank God every day that I know where he is and that I know that one day I'll see him again. And God has given me great peace in the midst of grief. And I can testify that that is possible. You can grieve uncomfortably or comfortably. The choice is yours. And then Jesus went on to say, I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night comes when no man can work. We need to do what God has called us to do now because we don't really know what lies ahead. I don't like what I see lying ahead because Christianity is is being laughed at and Christians are being persecuted all over the world. And we don't know when the door will shut in this country for us. And Jesus said, as long as I am in the world, I'm the light of the world. And that's true. 
When he had spoken, he spit on the ground, he made clay of the spittle, and anointed the eyes of the blind man with the clay. That was a crazy thing to do. Why did he do that? I have no idea. I've never heard anybody say why he did it. That's just what he did. But as soon as he did that, he told the man what to do. He gave him a command. And you know, as soon as he does a work in our life, he gives us a command too. And here he said, go and wash in the pool of Siloam. Now this guy apparently was sitting outside the gate of the temple begging, because that's what people in need did. They sat outside the gate holding their hands out and people that would come out from, from temple worship would give them money. And he, he said, go wash in the pool of Siloam, which is by interpretation sent. He went his way, he washed, and he came back seeing. <laughs> you see, he did exactly what Jesus told him to do, and he got his sight back. And it's just amazing. When we obey God, we see things clearly, things that seemed fuzzy, and we don't know what to do when you just obey God and do what he tells you to. And that is let him have control of your life. Then the Holy Spirit will guide you and lead you and reveal the truth to you. Now let's look at how he was received. <laughs> if you think people are going to jump up with joy because you became a believer, you better rethink that thought. So let's just go through the rest of this chapter and see how he was received. Now remember, he was blind from birth. He was born blind. He sat outside the temple, blind. Everybody knew him, because he was the blind man sitting there. And the neighbors, therefore they which had before seen him that was blind said, is this the one that sat and begged? You see, when your eyes are open, you look different. And they looked at him and they said, is this the one? And then somebody said, well, this is he, and others said, he's just like him. Then the man that was born blind spoke up. He said, I'm he, it's me, I can see. How wonderful, I've been sitting here all my life, and now I can see. And then they said unto him, how are your eyes opened? Tell us. He answered and he said, a man that is called Jesus made clay and anointed mine eyes and said unto me, go to the pool of Siloam and wash. I went, I washed, and I received my sight. You see, he gave his testimony. He told them exactly what happened to him. And then they said unto him, where is he? He said, I don't, I don't know. So then they took him to the Pharisees. He that aforetime was blind. Now there was no rejoicing that this blind man could see. They were angry. So they took him to the Pharisees. Oh, it was on the Sabbath when Jesus made the clay and opened his eyes. Now that's a no-no. You don't do anything on the Sabbath. 
You certainly don't help a man who was born blind. Then again, the Pharisees also ask him, how did you receive your sight? He said unto them, he put clay upon mine eyes and I washed and I do see. Now I'd like you to notice how he cut down on his testimony. He made it shorter, but he told the truth and made the points. Therefore, it said some of the Pharisees, well, this man is certainly not of God because he keeps not the Sabbath. Others say, how can a man that is a sinner do such miracles? There was division among them. That's what you can expect. When you become a believer, it divides people. It did so in my own family. I didn't expect it. And I was so shocked. I mean, I, I didn't try to get anybody else to believe. I just shared that I did. And it caused a great split in my family. My close relatives thought I had lost my mind. And they criticized me. So I know what happens when division occurs. It's not fun and it's not pleasant. And then they said to this blind man again, what say you of him that he opened your eyes? Who is this man they're asking? The man that was born blind said, he's a prophet. The Jews didn't believe him that he had been blind and received his sight. They just thought, you're not that same guy. And that's funny. So then they call his parents. Now, you know his parents are gonna be thrilled that he can see. Having a blind child is terrible. So they ask him, is this your son? Who you say was born blind? How does he see? Look at the parents' answer. Well, we know he's our son. And we know he was born blind. But by what means he now sees, we don't know. We don't know who opened his eyes. We don't know. He's of age. Go ask him. He'll speak for himself. You see, his own parents weren't rejoicing that he could see. These words spoke his parents because they feared the Jews. For the Jews had agreed already that if any man did confess that he was Christ, he would be put out of the synagogue. You see, these parents cared much more what the world thought of them than what Jesus had done for them. And you and I will be faced with that if you haven't already. I remember the first time I went to a secular meeting and I was so excited that I had been invited to join this prestigious group of ladies. And I was a brand new Christian. And I thought, I know why God let me be in this group, so I can witness to him. And so I proudly go to this meeting. We're sitting around this table with all the prominent socialites of the city. And the leader of the group said, Miss Peoples, uh, I really don't know much about you. What have you been doing these days? I said, uh, just raising children. 
And that's all I said. Why did I not say, I've been going to Bible class and studying the Bible? Because I was afraid of their faces. I walked out of that meeting feeling disgraced. I was never more ashamed of myself that I feared the face of man more than the face of God. But that happened to me and it changed my life. I decided that never again would I refuse to admit that I spent most of my time in Bible class and studying the Bible. So when the parents said, you just go ask him, he's old enough, he can answer for himself. How sarcastic is that? Then they called the man that was blind. And they said, give God the praise. We know that this man is a sinner. God healed you, this man didn't. And I love his answer. Can you imagine how frustrated he must be getting to, to have been blind all his life and now he can see and everybody's attacking him because he can see? He answered and he said, whether he be a sinner or not, I don't know. This one thing I know, I was blind and now I see. You see, he's even shortened his testimony. From giving a complete detail of how he made spittle and put it on his eyes and told him to go to the pool and he went and he washed and he sees. Now he said, I just know that I was blind and now I see. Then they said to him again, what did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? I just love the man's answer. He said, I've told you, you didn't believe me. If you hear it again, are you gonna be his disciples? I've already told you once. I'm not telling you again. And then they reviled him and said, you are his disciple, but we are Moses' disciples. What does Moses represent? He represents the law. What does the law represent? Religion. And I would like to close our time together today reminding you that Christianity is not a religion. Religion is man's effort to reach God. Christianity is God reaching man. It's not his effort to reach man. Religion teaches us how to live the life according to God, but it doesn't get us to heaven. And he said, we know that God spoke unto Moses. As for this fellow, we don't know where he came from. And then the man answered and he said, well, this is a marvelous thing. You know not from which he is, and yet he has opened my eyes. Now we know that God hears not sinners, but if any man be a worshiper of God and doeth his will, him he heareth. Since the world began, was it not heard that any man opened the eyes of one that was born blind? If the, this man were not of God, he could do nothing. 
And they answered him and said, You are altogether born in sin. Do you teach us? And they cast him out. You see, the world doesn't really want to hear what we have to say. So let's learn from this story not to be discouraged when that happens to us. Thank you for listening, and God bless you.